Yeah, Sedano and Cap on a Thursday afternoon. And man, the Rams know how to steal the headlines, don't they? My goodness. I definitely, early this morning, couldn't wait to jump onto the air, talk about the Lakers, their biggest win of the season, the most electric night so far back in Staples. And the Rams go out and get Odell Beckham Jr. Stealing the headlines. I'll tell you guys all this right now. For someone who spent the vast majority of their career in San Diego, jealous of all the superstars in L.A. in every sport, man, I'm telling you, teams in L.A., the Rams being primary among them, everybody wants to have the biggest names, the biggest stars, make the biggest splash, take the headlines. That is what the Rams did today. Now, the question is, What does everybody think about this move? You love it? You hate it? Think it's going to work? Think it'll blow up the locker room? Think it'll take the Rams to the Super Bowl? Can't wait to hear what everybody's going to have to say today. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. It's Sedano and Cap on a Thursday. And as Chris mentioned in the open, I got to thank everybody that came out yesterday to Bastard's Canteen in the city of Downey. Man, that was awesome. I had a great time yesterday. I will say, after having my nostril hairs waxed the way they were, the, the second day after a nostril waxing turns into like a lot of ingrown hairs inside your nostrils. A little painful, frankly. Kind of like, doesn't feel so great the next day but nice and clear breathing smooth and easy thank you to everybody that was there yesterday what a great time and today may i say happy veterans day to those who have served to the families of those who have served i know i feel a lot of pride today i put out on my instagram earlier today a picture of my dad when he was about 19 or 20 years old serving in the u.s air force this is probably 1968 69 and a picture of him today a little side by side 50 plus years later so a lot of pride for those of us whose families have served and happy veterans day to all okay now here comes george sedano yeah georgie how we feeling today uh i'm a little hungover i gotta be honest yeah 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 like See, alcohol you. hungover from the game no hungover oh. from hot dogs what else would you be hungover from you're up drinking at the game last night yeah i had uh one too many drinks and uh when i was uh you know i woke up this i didn't i just hadn't eaten since we, we left the cantina thing i just had the one drink but i didn't have anything else to eat so i was uh right. i woke up this morning with the headache yeah i'm a little wow. bit of a lightweight today you were out partying with all your Miami Heat friends last night. No, it wasn't. It was actually media people, so it was not Miami That's what I mean. Friends. Yeah. No, but they, they were, it wasn't Miami people. It was, oh, okay. it was colleagues from ESPN. Did you go out after the game, or was this just... No, we just had one drink at the JW. Like, literally one drink. Hung over from one drink. Oy vey. I hadn't eaten since uh, 4.30 or whatever, so I, I didn't, you know... Yeah, and I watched you a little bit. If you don't mind my observation, I mean, you only had a few wings... Yeah. And then they had that bastard burger there that was just really for decoration until you jumped right into it. I cut a piece of it and I ate I it. Yeah. But I was impressed with the way you ate it because you didn't pick it up and eat it with the bread. You chose to just go in on the meat, which I thought was interesting, which was yeah. good. Yeah. It's good. So I, I got a little bit of headache. I mean, I'm just like a lightweight. I don't know what the hell happened to me. <laughs> Believe me, I get it, pal. Hey, listen, I haven't had a drink since uh, since I came back from Vegas. I was like, that's it. I am done. I'm dry. You know up. what? That that could be it, too. I have not had a drink in like a month, uh, over a oh, month. So wow. it, it, it might be that, too, to be honest with you. It yeah, because be last night I went out to dinner with my girlfriend, Rachel, and I was like, we were having dinner and we were watching the game. 
which by the way, I, I'm sorry, that, that is such a bad habit. You know, like my girlfriend say to me, where do you want to go for dinner? I'll be like, let's go to this place. She's like, why? You want to watch the game? I'm like, yeah, I get there. Every TV in the place is on the Laker game. So right. I could look, it, it seems like I'm looking at her, but I'm kind of looking past her. Right. That's to good. To see the game. Yeah. You know? Um, but it's a terrible habit to every night be like, yeah, let's go somewhere. But as long as they have the game on, you know? Well, I mean, it's not a terrible habit. It's what you do for a living. That is true. That is true. But she would like some attention. You know, she would like to be, well, you know, you're going to have to balance me. that in commercial breaks. You know what I mean? Like you got to figure yeah. that out. I know. I know. I'm going to have to balance it tonight. Do you know this? You ready? I get a call this afternoon mm-hmm. because tonight is Ramble access after us, you know? Yeah. And uh-huh. obviously all this news about Odell Beckham Jr. Right. And, and, what happens is with the with the Rams All Access show is they record that show and then they air it. I don't think that's any big secret to anybody. If it is, I just blew it for everybody. But the yeah, thing yeah. Is, Great job. Spoiler alert. Uh, but the thing is, is that they already had this thing in the can, but then this yeah. Odell Beckham news happened. So the Rams called today and they're like, hey, could you fill in tonight with DeMarco yeah. from 7 to 8 p.m.? And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, I guess. I mean, I could do that. So now I'm like, oh, man, I'm not going to get out of here till 8. She's going to really kill me. Yeah. So I got to balance that. Help me. Yeah. Um. I don't know what to tell you, bro. You you agreed to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't really feel like there was much choice in it. You know? I mean, you could have said no. Yeah, they didn't ask me. I think they would have known you would have said no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably would not have wanted to stick around for an extra hour. Let's be honest. Like, with which idiot will stick around for the extra hour? Kaplan. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is you. Yep, that is yeah. me. So, what do you think? Well, I mean, give me yeah. your. I want to hear your first impression of what the Rams pulled off today. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, Look, I am a big believer that in this town you have to win and not only win and win in a flashy way, right? Win with some – there's substance, obviously, because the only way you win is with substance, but it needs to be done with some style. And I think that Odell Beckham Jr., you and I have had some – as recently as yesterday, I had a discussion about um, you don't seem to be a huge fan. I am. Um, I believe that he's going to help this team. I believe that, you know – he is a guy that is supremely talented, and I am a big fan of this because Les Need and Sean McVay give zero bleeps about your draft capital or your perceived notions of locker room chemistry and all that existential mumbo-jumbo that people like you believe in. That's right. I do believe in that, and I'll tell you right now, my, my feeling is there's a, I have a love-hate with what's going on. Mm-hmm. I love the signing of Beckham because I like stars. Mm-hmm. And, and I like teams that go for it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and I also love drama. You know, and I think Odell Beckham is, a, is just drama waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So for me, someone who loves a good storyline, I really like this because, frankly, George, I'm not so sure it's going to work. Now, on the flip side... No, wait, wait. Now, let's, let, let, let's start. Let, let's parse this some. Okay, so you don't think it's going to work. What does work mean for you? Okay, let me ask you this question. I'm going to answer a question with a question. Okay, yeah. That's did, the Dodgers me, have a successful, anyway. did, the, did the Dodgers have a successful season? No, their, their goal was to win a championship. So, no, they did not. Okay, so if the Rams don't win a Super Bowl, will they have had a successful season? No, that's also their goal, yes. Okay, so so here's what I'm saying. Okay. This is now, I mean, the Vaughn Miller thing was, what do we need on this team to make us better to try and really seriously make a run for a Super Bowl at the time when the Rams were 7-1? and one? They said, we need more pass rushing. So they went out and they made a move to get one of the truly premier pass rushers in football, statistically speaking. 
mm-hmm. his career from beginning to where it is today, he's one of the all-time great pass rushers. Yes. Now the question is, is Vaughn Miller going to get healthy enough to really make a great positive contribution as a pass rusher, as a right. quarterback sacker? Yes. We're going to find out. With Odell Beckham, yes. in his career, mm-hmm. he has been an excellent wide receiver at mm-hmm. times. Yes. This year, dealt with some injury issues. Last year, dealt with some injury issues. Yeah. This season, clearly looking like, and I think many of us perceive him, to not be a good team guy. To not be a team first guy. To be a me first guy. Perception. Is it reality? We're going to find out. But I wonder how this chemical mixture happens. You call that mumbo-jumbo. I'm, I'm really into locker room chemistry. And you've got a number one in Cooper so, Cup. Let me, let me ask you a question. Let me yeah. ask you a question. Let, yeah. me, let me pause here. Yeah, for keep you. going. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Were you into locker room chemistry when your boyfriend Tom Brady brought in Antonio Brown? Very much so. And, and how'd that work out? Worked out really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know why? And I would say that Odell Beckham Jr. Is not, had nowhere near the issues that Antonio Brown had. In in real life, he did not. That is true. He did not have nor nor in football. Issues. To be frank with you, well, um, Antonio Brown was always perceived to be a selfish player. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay, but is, he, is, he he literally called out a Hall of Fame quarterback, like called him basically like you know a bum. Which Hall of Fame quarterback are we speak? I'm talking about? about Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Okay. Um, look. All I'm going to tell you is this. Tom Brady took Antonio Brown, went into the Buccaneers front office and said, I'm going to have this guy live with me. This is on me. I, Tom Brady, will handle this. Just the same way I handled Randy Moss when he came to the Patriots. I got this. Does Matthew Stafford have that sort of clout with the Rams? Matthew Stafford doesn't need to uh, house Odell Beckham Jr. Because Odell already has a house in L.A. Yeah. yeah, well, he just doesn't need that kind of like <laughs> supervision or whatever. I guess yeah. like he's a grown ass man. Like it's yeah. Fine. Well, I mean, Antonio Brown is too, but he needed somebody to. to no, no, he him. he he definitely needed somebody. There's right, no question about that. But but, but I, I just think that you, again, it's okay when it's Tom. You're you're assigning these attributes to Tom Brady, which is fine because he's won championships. But Seven. you know, fine. But my point is, a locker room culture is not just one person. The locker room culture is a lot of people. Um, so, and I would say, would you say Aaron Donald is arguably the most respected person in the sport? I do. I would say he's okay. one of the most respected he, guys, he, and certainly a great he, locker room he, guy. Right, and he's also a uh, bad mother bleeper. Right? Is he not? I agree. He is. You're going to mess around with him? No, I'm not. probably not. I'm, right? I'm, I mean, personally, I'm not. But you know, I mean, may, Von Miller you know. has not ever been considered a bad locker room guy. Correct? Nope. Nope. And he's willing to vouch for him, right? So I, I feel like there's plenty of – if you're worried about that nonsense, which it seems like you are, I feel like there's plenty of stopgaps there, right? Well, and not to I'm mention the head coach, who's very well-respected, um, you know, and, and just a number of different guys in the locker room that are well-respected. Yeah, but but, but I, I admit I am worried about it. I mean, listen, based on what I, I saw – I mean, who's respected in the Cleveland locker room? Well, I mean – you don't think they have any guys that are no like, respected? name one. I'd like to hear it. Jarvis if I'm Landry. Not, you don't think Jarvis Landry's Jarvis? Are I mean, I, Jarvis Landry. Listen, I've got Jarvis a history Landry's with Jarvis Landry. I was a Dolphins. I'm a Dolphins fan. Jarvis Landry is 
kind of a baby too. Like if we're really going to break this down and you got to want to call, you want to say that guys are malcontents or babies or, you know, issues in the locker room. He's created plenty of issues in locker rooms before. But well, he's he talented he as hell. Recently. I'd take him. But I don't Miles look at him Garrett. as a leader yeah, by Garrett. any stretch is of Miles the imagination. Garrett, is Miles Garrett respected in the Cleveland Browns locker room? I mean, he might be. I don't know. Is he? He is. For well, sure. yeah, I would say he is. I mean, he's, he's okay. their best defensive end and okay. one of the premier defensive ends in, in all of football. Okay. I mean, listen, all I'm saying is this, George. But the, my point is that the Cleveland Browns organization has been a dumpster fire for most of my life. That okay? is true. It has been. And, 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 and their and culture they have has a, changed. But they don't have the culture that Sean McVay has built, is my point. Well, I mean, their coaching staff's only been there. This is their second year, to be fair. Uh, but you don't think that most people perceive Odell Beckham as being a guy that's more about himself I, than he I is think about a people, team? I think people assign attributes because it's lazy to assign really? attributes like that. Yes. Well, I, I disagree. Um, I totally disagree. I think because you actions... don't want to because we don't want to dive into whatever individual issues are. We just want to paint things with a broad brush and be well, like, he's a malcontent. Well, well, let me ask you a question. Um, if, if he doesn't get the ball enough with the Rams, is his father going to produce a video and put it on social media and ball out Matthew I don't know. Stafford? Tom Brady's dad was calling radio shows. I mean, do you want him to stop too? No, I think it's fine. Okay. Then, I think it's then fine. why should but, we be asking Odell's dad to stop? Well, because what I'm, I'm wondering is, well, because did Tom Brady's dad blow up a locker room the way and, and get Tom Brady removed from a team? I mean, he talked a lot of crap about Bill Belichick on the way out there, well, didn't he? Um. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't really think of it as being that high profile. I think what just happened here with Odell Beckham's father, Odell Beckham's father decided to post a video of Odell not getting the ball. He, he conveniently left out a lot of dropped passes, you know, uh, in clutch situations. Look, here's what I'm saying to you. It's not just about Odell and his personality. Now we got to start thinking about other guys. Let me ask you this. Does Odell Beckham come to the Rams and automatically elevate to the number one receiver on the team? He's the most talented. I don't think he's the number one. He's coming into a team that's already got a thing going. So he's. I would imagine he doesn't believe that that's going to be the case. Although he is the more talented of that group, no question. Well, I don't. How do we quantify that he's the most talented? Why? Why? I mean, is I don't know his, not, his, his history. Statistics. I mean, his history. I mean, it's well, pretty one damn catch in New York. Right? What's that? One catch with the Giants? I, I mean, now you're really being ridiculous. Well, I, mean, I mean, he had 1,300 yards for 12. Hold on. Hold on. No, let's do it. You want to dance? Let's dance, Kaplan. Let's dance. You got 1,300 yards his, his rookie season, 12 touchdowns, okay? okay? Second season, 1,450, had 13 touchdowns. Third season, 1,367, 10 touchdowns. Let's not minimize this guy like he's done nothing other than one catch. That's no, absurd. No. He, has had a, he has had a very good career. But what has happened? I mean, here, you said one catch earlier, though. Well, that's not a very good career, the way you were well, painting well, it. But let me ask you this: Is he better than Cooper Cup? He's more talented than Cooper Cup. He may not why? be better in this why, particular why system than Cooper what, Cup. What is he more talented at? I'm just. I mean, curious. he's definitely a better athlete than him. Are we really going to argue that? Why? How do we know? Is he faster? Does he, he is run faster. better routes? Does he, he is faster. I, he's certainly a guy that you know can make like he has more range than Cooper Cup as far as his catch radius, doesn't he? I mean, we you mentioned the one catch, right? I mean, listen, I, I don't know why we automatically assume that he's a better, more athletic player than Cooper Cup. I mean, Cooper Cup is having a monster, monster year. 
we're supposed to just discount that? Like he's going to walk in? No, and- I'm not. Dis- why am I? Why is that all of a sudden me discounting no. Cooper Cup? Here, I said listen. I said Cooper Cup is the better fit in this particular system, and that's shown. I don't think there's any question. But if we're just talking about athleticism and a pure athlete at the position, I don't think that it's debatable that it's Odell Beckham Jr. I think it's very debatable, and I okay. don't really know how we measure it. But here's what I can tell you: Cooper Cup's your number one. Robert Woods is your number two, and Van Jefferson's your number three. So my Not question anymore. to you, well, okay, so then where's Odell? He's probably three right now, yeah. You think he'll be happy with that? I mean, he's going to be happier than he was in Cleveland, you know, with Baker Mayfield's overrated behind throwing to him. Okay, well, listen, um, I think again now, so now you're Van Jefferson. You drafted me a year ago in the second round. Mm-hmm. I've performed enough to the point where Deshaun Jackson, there's no role for him on this team. Mm-hmm. So now what? So now Van I mean, Jefferson, he's better he's than demoted? Deshaun Jackson. They're both better than Deshaun Jackson at this stage. Right, but is Van Jefferson now a guy that that is an inactive uh, player every week? No. He, why would he, he be demoted? inactive? You have uh, let, here. I'm going to explain to you why that is a just a complete misnomer. This notion that all of a sudden Van Jefferson is going to be some odd man out. I will tell you exactly why he won't be the odd man out on the other side. We'll take a quick break. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. It's a good jam right here. Yes, it is. It is a good jam. Mm Mm-mm. Uh, you are her love for sure. She wants to spend more time with you. That's a good thing, Christopher. I mean, you know. Yeah, listen, she doesn't mind the way I breathe. She doesn't mind the way I eat. She right. doesn't find those to be annoying things. Wait, you know she, what? she just doesn't mind it or she loves it? Because those well, are two totally different things. Well, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't say things like, your chewing is making me want to throw up. That's or good. like, would you please stop breathing? I can't stand the sound of your breathing. I mean, those are the things <laughs> that my kid says to me. But my, my girlfriend will defend me to my kids. She'll be like, I don't hear him eating in a way that wants to make me puke. And I don't hear him breathing heavily and loudly. And she's kind of got my back on all this. She's great. Good for you. But you know what she's pissed about, though? What? She's pissed about all this work. She's like, what's, what's up with this 7 o'clock thing? Can't you and Sedano figure out a way to maybe end the show at around 6 o'clock? Can't we like have like a normal life? You know, yeah. I mean, I would love it. Trust me. You just tell her Lakers game days. We have that. And hey, next week, we're only on the air twice because you got Rams and you got two Lakers games on the East Coast. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then we get to uh, Thanksgiving week. Right. And uh, and then before you know it, it's the holidays and, you know, there's some time off. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I just, plenty of cap time to come. Tell her that you got that right, Linz. And I got clean nostrils after what took place. Oh, yesterday. I know. You definitely have clean nostrils. Yes, there's I no do. doubt. How are those nostrils feeling today? They're OK. But as I told you, George, the one thing about getting your nostrils waxed, and this is absolutely true, no matter where or who does it. The next day, you got a lot of like ingrown hair follicles inside your nostrils. Mm-hmm. And if anybody's ever experienced an inner nostril zit, oh, it is boy. probably one of the most painful things on the planet. Right. It is. It's not fun. An innie. TMI. I don't know if it's TMI. The, I think the it's nostril just... zits is TMI. 
Nah, I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think guys can really all appreciate where we're coming from here. You know. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I would agree. But you are TMI. It could be both. That you know what? That's fair. I'll I'll buy that. It could be both. Yeah. It could be both. It's subjective. Uh, yeah, uh, Lindsay, you have some stats. You are now now to preface this. You are a Browns fan. So you are you are not necessarily thrilled right now with Odell Beckham Jr. I, I mean, I'm a Browns fan first and foremost, but I also yes. root for the Rams because I live in LA now. I want the Rams right. to do well. Right. And I just think this is a big mistake. And okay. I think, you know, a, a lot of the reasons Cap mentioned, I just don't think that Odell is as good as ever. I mean, I don't think he's going to be like fail miserably, but I think the locker room part of it could potentially be a disaster. And I just don't think he's as good as everyone's like remembering him to be. And I know that Baker is not the guy for Cleveland. He's not an excellent quarterback. But I also think that, you know, it's been years since Odell did anything prolific in the league. Uh, yeah, I mean, injuries have played a big part in it. I don't think there's any question about sure, that. Sure, so um, he's still injury prone. But, but if you're right? the Rams, you're getting him for the minimum. <laughs> like, what, like, you you well, don't have to that, give up anything. Like, that's the key. Now, now that's I always talk about risk-reward. You know, the the risk is, is minimized because of the price tag, yeah. and the reward is potentially, if he's as good as he once was, then the reward is really high. The right. risk, on the other hand, is... If he's unhappy and he becomes a problem in the locker room, then that can turn into not being rewarded. But I do agree with one thing you said earlier, George, which is if you're Aaron Donald, this is your team. I know Matthew Stafford's the quarterback, and by virtue of position, he's supposed to be the leader. But Aaron Donald, this is his team, this is his locker room, and he has to regulate it. And if Odell Beckham um, is not a team-first guy on Aaron Donald's team in his locker room, I, I will trust in Aaron Donald to rectify the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure, to your point, you made this point earlier, I'm not so sure that Cleveland had enough of a personality in their locker room to overwhelm Odell and say, shut up, man, be a team guy. And I don't know if they had that, but I do think that the Rams have that. Yeah, they got plenty of those. Now, Lynn's... Your objection also was to when I was referring to Odell as a better um, athlete, I guess, at at, uh, at receiver. And you, you have uh, some numbers, I guess, that you wanted to uh, illustrate for the audience. Well, one of the things that I looked up was just, you know, everyone talking about how Cooper Cup, yeah, he has a lot more, you know, he, he, he has Jerry Rice numbers this year. He's also had a lot more targets but when you do the math, if you divide, you know, the, the average, I guess, the percentage of his receptions versus targets, um, Odell Beckham Jr. has only caught 60% of his targets, whereas Cooper Cup has caught 71%. Uh, and that, that is accurate. I'm looking at it here. Um, so great pull. But what I would add is that the route tree for those two guys are probably not very similar. Um, you know, historically, Odell is a guy who's um, – asked to stretch the field a lot, whereas Cooper Cup, you know, so those passes are, have a, a you know, a lower chance of completion um, to begin with. Um, and then what I would also say is Cooper Cup, conversely, is playing basically in a West Coast offense concept where there's a lot of dinking and dunking and, you know, crossing routes and, and things of that nature where, you know, it, it's just easier, higher percentage passes. So, uh, you know, Again, I, I'm not. This is not me trying to knock Cooper Cup. I'm just telling you that there are differences between those two guys. Um, here, here's what I would also say, Kaplan. Since before we went to break, you had mentioned about um, Van Jefferson, who I like. Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson is a good prospect. Um, but I would add that 
There is not a team in the sport that has more empty sets in the backfield, which means five receivers, than the Los Angeles Rams. They don't really run the ball. This isn't the Sean McVay, Todd Gurley offense where they're running the ball to set up the pass anymore. They are throwing the ball a bleep ton. And again, the empty sets allows them to be able to put all four of those receivers and Higby out there, who is a big target for them. Um, and and perhaps if one of those receivers is gassed, they put in Henderson in that situation for some shorter routes. Like they've got plenty of options to have all those guys work within the construct of their offense. Let me ask you this. Do you think that the Rams look at Odell and the first thing they want to do is, you ready for this? Yep. Make him happy. Make him feel comfortable. So you know how we do that? Get him the ball. Okay, great. Let's work on making sure that we get Odell the ball. We can't just keep it as Cooper's our one, Roberts our two, and you know, here comes Odell, who we put on the field now as our three, and and Van, hey, you're going to have to take a back seat here, young fella, okay? Because we just went out and got a big superstar. But it, are, are they really, though? I mean, they, I just told you, nobody does more five-receiver empty you. sets than that. I, I hear you, but let me ask you a question. Do you not think that Odell Beckham now becomes more of a target than Van Jefferson? Of course. Okay. But why so, wouldn't he? Well, because he hasn't been here, and he hasn't really proven that he knows this offense yet. Why would he? Um, we don't know how he's going to fit in. And when you have a guy like Stafford who's been working with these three wide receivers for the last four or five months through training camp and preseason, and now here we are in the regular season, let me. here's my biggest gripe, okay? And, and I want to just put it out there like this, George. I hope this thing works out perfectly. And I don't I sound Rams, like it to me. i got to be honest with well, you. Well, because, because, look, I'm not the biggest Odell fan. I don't like what he did in Cleveland. I don't like the way he behaved in New York. And I'm concerned that he brings that same act to the Rams and it disrupts what I perceive to be a very cohesive team environment. That is my big concern. Okay. But if it works out like Les Snead and, and Sean McVay hope that it works out and they plan on it works out, then great. The Rams are going to win the Super Bowl in SoFi Stadium this year. Uh, all right. Fantastic. All right. We've We've got a bunch of people on hold that want to talk about this. We'll get, you know, Jerome, Chase, all you guys, hang out for a sec. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back on the other side. We'll talk about this some more. I do want to get into the Lakers. I was there last night and had some interesting observations um, that you can't see on TV. Um, also, by the way, Cooper Cup was asked about Odell Beckham Jr. and the quote-unquote locker room distraction and had a fascinating quote about it. So we'll have that for you as well. And your call's coming up. We're back in three minutes. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Tired of 
ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So down our cap with you here on 710 ESPN. It is Lakers ticket Thursday, so we got Lakers tickets to give away, so make sure you stay tuned for that. We're going to do that here during the show. Uh, do we have a time on that, Linz, just so people are aware, or we can do it whenever we want? Yeah, let's do it at, uh, after Radio Tinder like we always do. All right, like 545. So 545, yeah. make sure you tune in for that. By the way, so we got uh, some guests in the 5 o'clock hour. We got Keyshawn is going to join us to talk about OBJ at 5 o'clock and our pal Kendrick Perkins at 540, 545-ish as well. Um, he's in town. Uh, he played with Russ and AD and LeBron. So to talk about what's been transpiring with the Lakers, there's probably nobody better than to have that conversation with him. So we'll we'll talk to him in a second. Um, so real quick, let's go to the phones, Cap, because there's a lot of people holding on patiently that want to chime in on our conversation about OBJ, which you're not a fan of, um, uh, him coming here. You don't love it. Uh, Lindsay doesn't love it. I'm like uh, on an island here. But let's let's chat with Jerome and Whittier first. Jerome, what's up? What's up, fellas? Hey, yo. All right, so I'm a huge fan of him coming just because Mace was right. I think Stafford's getting a little too Cooper Cup reliant. I mean, Robert Woods is nice. Jefferson, I mean, he dropped a couple decent passes last game that I just think it would give Cooper Cup a break. I mean, be open. And I think OBJ can give us that. Just some stretch the field a little bit. Okay, pal. Appreciate it. Um, I mean, they don't really have that stretch the field option. That is true. Um, you well, they had it in Deshaun Jackson, and they didn't use him. Yeah, but he's also thirty four years old. Like I acknowledge that. I, I listen. I acknowledge that that Deshaun Jackson is a, a bit of an older player and who came in with a, a vast injury history, but he left the Rams as a completely healthy player who was unhappy because he was not a bigger part of the offense. Now, if Odell Beckham finds himself in the exact same situation, I don't think he goes as quietly as Deshaun Jackson did. Well, but I don't think that Odell Beckham is the same player on the depth chart that Deshaun Jackson was. He is not. So where is he on the depth chart? Is he? He's cause, cause, probably three, which is not what Deshaun Jackson was. But he's also, let me ask you this. Do you perceive Odell Beckham Jr. as a number three receiver in the NFL? Um, I, I don't know what to perceive of Odell Beckham Jr. because he hasn't been healthy. Okay, well, so um, I, I, if, I don't think he's. Gonna I, be I happy think that right now, if he's, I mean, his the, the, the reports are that he wants to win, right? So if he wants to win, he's going to make whatever adjustments are necessary. You think he chose the Rams because it was the best deal, or because they were in the best position? No, to he win? had more money on the table, according to Adam Schefter. Okay. Uh, you think he chose the Rams because he already has a home in L.A. and because LeBron has been recruiting him to come to L.A. and, and some of the other guys on the Rams were recruiting him to come to L.A.? I mean, what, but why are you think... dismissing the winning part of it, though? Well, I'm not dismissing it. I think that, it, that, listen, if I were in his shoes, I'd be looking at who gives me the best chance to win. And I think that when I, when I check the box, okay, Rams are good, got a good record, they're in a, in a good spot in their division, but guess what else? I have a house there. Um, I like to go see Laker games when LeBron is playing. I mean, I just feel like there were a lot of other variables as to why he of came course. to the Rams. I mean, aren't there variables when you make a decision? Um, yes, there are. 
Um, I'm not so blaming why would, him. Why would I'm an not, athlete be any different? No, no, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying that that I don't think his his decision to come to the Rams was purely football centric. And that's the, again, I perceive Odell Beckham as a guy who is not about a team. I perceive him as as a guy who is very much about himself. And the okay. one thing I always love about Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, he always preaches, it's bigger than you. It's not about you, individual player. It's bigger. It's about us. It's about the team. And I want to see Odell Beckham become a great team guy and be a great contributor to the Rams. I'm just concerned based on what I know of his career thus far. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see if uh, he's adaptable then. We'll find out. Chase is in Inglewood. Chase, what's up? Yeah, so uh, thank you guys for having me on. I just want to say, you know, it's unfortunate for Odell what he did in New York. That's going to follow him wherever he goes because he did nothing wrong in Cleveland. I, you know, specifically I've been watching him because I had him on fantasy, so I was watching the Browns, actually. And, uh, you know, you deserve to have selfish players that want to throw a fit when you lose when clearly things aren't being done in the progressions of, of how you guys are supposed to have your playbook ran. But aside from that, Having him on the Rams, you got to understand when guys have the potential to be a threat deep, even if they can threaten you anywhere else deep. What Deshaun did just made Cooper Cup's job that much easier on top of having a quarterback that can get him the ball. So, you know, when you think of Odell, same thing with Tyreek, how he opens up the field for Kelsey and everybody else underneath. Cup is going to eat again. I do think Stafford will be able to get Odell the ball because. What I saw watching the games and then the actual clips, not even the one that his father made, just from other Cleveland fans, Baker, I don't think trusted his arm enough. So in this situation, we have to be fair to Odell. He didn't complain in the media. The media wanted to know why Baker wasn't getting him the ball. That started the whole thing. So I'm glad he got out. I'm happy he's with the Rams. But let's be fair. You know, Odell's personal life and swagger didn't get affected by his numbers declining at the other two teams. People were you know, annoyed by that. And you have to let that go, Cap. Feeling you, brother. Listen, I, I hope, look, let me just say Thank this. you for the call. I'm skeptical. It's just the way I'm wired, okay? Um, I hope that the Rams win the Super Bowl. I, I've always thought that the Rams have a real opportunity this year to win the Super Bowl. But if you would have said to me a week ago, and I'll, I'll throw it to you this way, George, before we get back to the calls. After the Rams got Vaughn Miller, if you were to analyze the Rams roster and say, what else do they need to get them over the top? What would your answer have been a week ago? What other position? Uh, honestly, could they it, use it, prob- it would have been a skill position player. Um, you know, maybe another running back. You know, Sony Michelle's been okay. Um, you know, it would have been. Um, you know, I, for me, I'll just tell you what my answer. Maybe is. someone in the secondary, but like it would have been a, probably a, a skill position player would have been in my consideration for sure. See, for me, if I were if I were talking to Les Snead and he said to me, "Hey, smart guy, you think you know football? You tell yeah. me. Yeah. What does our team need to get better right now? Pass rushers always number one. Well, they but got that you, though. But they just got it. But right. here's what they need next: they need more help on the offensive line. Now. I don't know how Odell Beckham's going to help in the running game. I don't know how he's going to help in pass protection. Okay, Maybe they can get rid of the ball quicker because he can do some things right off the line. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But I just don't think, as I look at the Rams, that this is the thing that takes them over the top. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I'll have egg all over my face. But I'll tell you this. I'm not going to root against the guy, George. I'm just skeptical about his personality and what he brings to a locker room. 
And I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Am I alone on this, or is there anybody else out there that's got similar well, concerns? I, I don't know. Let's ask Thomas, who's in L.A. By the way, we'll ask Keyshawn. I think Keyshawn historically has not been a huge Odell guy, so he may be on your side. Who knows? When he joins us at 5. Go ahead, Thomas. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, yo. Uh, I, I think um, Cooper Cup and the, the whole Rams receiving core is perfect for what they do. However, Odell is the best receiver in the building as soon as he gets there. Cooper Cup. The numbers are great, and he does everything special. But I guarantee you, if you go back and look at his his highlights and everything he does, nine times out of ten, it's coming from him being in the backfield. He's the third receiver in the bunch. He's in the slot. So he sees the other team's third, fourth, and fifth corner. He doesn't line up outside, and he's not as effective as a Devontae Adams or DeAndre Hopkins, which is why, in a sense, some of what he does isn't appreciated. And it's to Sean McVay's credit because he's a genius in doing it. He gets the line, the matchups that he needs for them to be successful. But um, I don't even know if just as a pure receiver, if Cooper Cup is even in the top ten. Uh, as a pure receiver, right? I mean, I think he he's a, he's a good he's a really good system player. I think he's good. I think he's better than just a system player. But he's he's in the perfect situation. Like I think that that also helps the cause too. I, I I'm with you on that, Thomas. Thank you. But you you guys don't seem to agree. Let's. Continue that tackling that on the other side. By the way, Cap, um, your, your issue with the offensive line was more run based. Well, more pass protection based. I mean, did you see? Well, they have the best. According to Pro Football Focus, they have the best pass blocking offensive line in the sport. You you see what happened against Tennessee last week? Okay, that's but that's one game, man. Okay, well, when you're playing against one of the top rated defenses, that's what happened. I mean, Matthew Stafford threw a pick six because he was under tremendous pressure, and he threw that ridiculous interception, that Carson Wentz-style interception because he was being tossed around by a ragdoll. Yeah, I, I don't I'm think just you saying make overreactions over one game. Well, or look, a, all I'm yeah. saying to you is, is that if, if you asked me a week ago, where would I like to enhance this team? Wide receiver is not my top choice. Offensive line would have been okay. in front of that. Fair enough. We, we could continue that on the other side. Plus, I want to tell you an observation I made at the Lakers game, and I never got to what Cooper Cup said about um, the alleged issues with Odell uh, in the locker room. We'll, we'll get to that in a, in a second. But first, let me tell you about my friends at Sam and Ash at Sam and Ash Injury Law. Can't say enough about them, guys. Listen, here's the deal. When I talk to their clients, they all say the same thing to me. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, they all say, hey, you know what? The biggest difference between Sam and Ash and all the other lawyers we tried to talk to was just them. Human beings cared about my individual case. Yeah, novel concept. I know. Guys, Sam has a couple of decades of experience working with personal injury victims, handling thousands of cases, and recovering huge wins for his clients. Ash, by the way, a former uh, college hooper, by the way, as well. But more importantly in this situation, a former defense lawyer for a big insurance firm. So she knows the tricks of the trade and how these insurance companies are not like a good neighbor. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Personalized service. That's the other thing that every client stressed to me when I spoke to him. One guy went as far as to say that, you know, when he talked to them, like he, he felt like they knew him immediately. Like they listened to him. They listened to his every word. And, and you're dealing with them directly. OK, you're not dealing with some place where you're like a number where you're like you're calling a call center. Like there is personalized service and attention with Sam and Ash. And that's what you want for such a high profile situation for yourself. Right. This is, you know, a real serious situation when you get into an accident like there's a lot of stress involved and they will help calm that stress at sam and ash injury law they'll be able to anyone who's been hurt and wants help very simple legal advice is free to everyone nothing up front you get access to the best legal advice guidance and representation to get you what you deserve la's very own sam and ash injury law they help they care and you win call them at 800-304-2000 800-304-2000 say habla espanol visit them online sam and ashlaw.com 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Oh, here we go. This is your kind of tune right here, Cap. Oh, dude, I love this song. I know I'm probably, yeah, I'm probably in the minority here, but I love Creed or old school Creed. You would. Yeah, why not? (laughs) What's wrong with Creed? Uh, Everything. What? What's wrong with him? (laughs) I'm not having this argument. Take me to this place. I'll show you everything with arms wide open. What's wrong with this song, Lindsay? No good? I mean, uh, I don't even know what to say. You just took the bait. That's all. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you, you say, when you say, I say, I like Creed, you go, you would. Because you, you would. You, you would like Creed. You strike me as a man who would enjoy Creed. Yes, yeah, I, I, I like agree. rock and roll. I like hard rock. And uh, <laughs> hard I like rock. songs that I can sing along to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Taylor's laughing too, okay? <laughs> hey, Taylor, what's so funny, pal? Oh, nothing. You don't like to rock it out to some Creed? I did back in, you know, 05. Yeah, but listen, I'm not saying I got them like, you know, playing right now. But it's perfect for your register. You sang that well. Thank you. Props. You know, I'll tell you another one that I really like is, is I created my own prison. Whoa, whoa. Singing the hits today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cry out to God, say it only his decision. I pretty don't know good. That one. That's pretty good. George, you got to admit, that's pretty that's good. That's a Come deep on. cut. You're a real fan. Thank you. <laughs> I do like Creed. Did you go to their concert? Please tell me you did. I have never been to their concert, but I did go. They had a, a secondary band. I don't remember what it was called. It was the one after this, the lead singer. I think his name is Scott Stapp, I think. Of course you did. Oh, yeah. He yeah. left the band, and they had like another band with all the other guys other than him, and I can't remember what it was called. Creed 2? No, 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 not Creed 2. Creed 2. No, that, that would be good. <laughs> but whatever they were called, I saw them one time in concert, whoever they were. You would like Creed. <laughs> you would also you like would. their second band. You would like Creed. You would also and know you like name. Raisin Nets. And you link candy corns a good candy. What's wrong with you? You said it. I mean, you know, I mean, she's not wrong. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I mean, come on, Creed. What's wrong with Creed? I mean, they're okay. You like Nickelback, too? Yeah, you'd love Nickelback for sure. (laughs) I mean, I think I know like two Nickelback songs, you know? Well, you like them, right? I like those two songs. I don't have any problem with that. Okay. But I'm I'm more into like Pearl Jam and like Red Hot Chili Peppers. And I mean, those are my bands. The Black Crows. I mean, those are my bands, you know? But I, I, I don't have any problem with Creed. Okay, fair enough. Uh, before we get to these calls real quick, um, and Keyshawn's supposed to join us here in the first you know, segment or two of the 5 o'clock hour, somewhere in there. Um, he's busy. He's doing stuff with Bob Costas and stuff today on his HBO show. So, um, But real quick, at the Lakers game yesterday, great win for the Lakers, by the way. We great haven't even win. touched on that yet. I but know. great win for the Lakers yesterday. They, they showed fight. They Everything we asked them to do yesterday, yep. Kaplan, is heart. that not fair? There they they provided yesterday. Yep. They showed fight, competitiveness, spirit, 
um, and a win, right? Not only that, but I think, you know, just again, we'll go deeper into it as the afternoon goes on. For me, it's we've so focused in on LeBron's hurt, AD needs to do this, Russ needs to do that, Carmelo has done this. It's the other guys that are new to the team that made contributions last night that, frankly, we have not seen quite yet. So to me, that was the more exciting part to see some of the other guys get involved. I mean, Malik Monk, 27 points, 10 for 13 from the field, 4 for 7 from three-point range. Yeah. That was an impressive performance. He's ignitable. Like, he's he has that, um, you know. It's funny. He loves Miami, though. Like, he loves seeing them. He's only had six games of 27 points or more in his career. Three of them have come against Miami. Or it's oh, actually five. Only five in his career. And three of them have come against Miami. It's pretty insane. Like, he sees that. I mean, if he played them every, every day, he'd be a Supermax player. Um, but, yeah, it was a good win. And, you know, so my observation was this. Look, that game was really like both teams. It felt like at towards fourth quarter in overtime, they both were just trying to give it away. I mean, Carmelo Anthony with a five-second violation. Like, the whole building was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, it was insane. But there was a point where Russ was just over-dribbling and dribbling and dribbling and dribbling. And so I'm sitting, the media section I'm sitting in is right on the baseline um, towards the Heat's bench, right? But I'm on the the kind of the left side, uh, uh, the opposite side of the bench, right? On the other side of the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sitting there with Mark Spears at ESPN, and we both looked at each other because AD said to Russ, he goes, like after he was dribbling for so long, he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like the funniest thing ever. And I looked at Mark, I said, did you see that? He's like, yeah, he just yelled, what are you doing at him? And I'm like, yeah, I, I think like everyone felt the same way though. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Um, and I think he, he turned the ball over like right after that, which made it worse. But um, look, they, they had, they fought. They hit some crazy shots off the yes, backboard. Oh, but yeah. whatever it takes, man, like sometimes all it takes is one of those crazy wins to get you back on track, man. You know? I thought I thought all in all, it was the best game that the Lakers have played because you and I were standing there yesterday afternoon in Downey, and the two of us said the same thing. If the Heat have their full complement of players going into the game, we anticipate the Heat winning the game. Now, granted, Jimmy Butler left the game relatively early, right? Uh, played about 12 first minutes in the, the game. first quarter, yeah. Yeah, but but all in all, when the Lakers found themselves down nine points or so late in the game, they battled back, found a way to tie the game, and then win the game in overtime. Yeah. They mm-hmm. showed a lot of heart, a lot of fight. I thought Russell Westbrook played his best overall game. That's my opinion. Um, but again, for me, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, these guys stepping up, that to me was impressive. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Avery Bradley. I thought it was an impressive win for sure. Um, see, we can agree on something today. So let's go to Mark, though, in Corona, who uh, is, uh, is, is, is in favor of this OBJ thing. Let's go, Mark. Hello, Hello Mark. Yeah, hey, thanks for taking my call. I got, I got a couple, couple real quick. I think that the last two weeks, the Rams have been like the Dodgers at the, at the, at the end when they picked up Serger. All they talked about was the Padres, the Padres, and then out of nowhere, the Dodgers wind up with them. OBJ is like, maybe he's not that big team guy, but going to a team like the, like the Rams, look what Randy Moss did. He was a knucklehead. He went and played for Belichick and became a completely different player. What happens if Cooper Cup gets hurt and you got Van Jefferson and Robert Woods and nobody else? 
it's early in the season. I like the, I like the move. I'm, I've been a Ram fan since I was 12. I'm 62. Well, I, I do like what you're saying, the last part in particular, which is, hey, look, um, luckily the Rams have made it through the first half of the season, and we're talking about wide receiving core here, so let's just stay with it. Everybody's healthy, and when I say everybody, I mean the top three guys. And really it was the top four guys until Deshaun Jackson was let go. So, But you're right. You don't know what's going to happen in the second half of the season, and if for some reason, God forbid, okay, um, a guy like Cup were to get hurt with all that production, those numbers go away. It's true. Now you've added somebody to the roster yeah, yeah. that is, uh, you know, an all-pro caliber, at least at one point in his career, performer. Right. Now, here's what Cooper Cup had to say about this today. When asked about, oh, he's been a distraction, blah, blah, blah. Here's the direct quote. I think the thing about playing here is when you're not about what we're about, when you're, a, uh, when you're not about playing for the guys next to you, I think you can stick out like a sore thumb. I don't think anyone wants to be that. I think... That's what it is. We have a great culture here. Guys play for each other. They work day in and day out. So that's when we, so that when we step on the field, you are taking care of the guy next to you. If you're not about that, there's just not going to be a place for you. It's not going to be comfortable to be here. So being able to have that, I think that calls people up to that standard. And that's why we've been able to maintain this culture and why we've had guys come in. And in other places, that just hasn't worked out for them. They come in and they become great teammates here and be an incredible football player for us. So great comment, amazing comment from Cooper Cup that George tells you, hey, look, you're either going to come in and you're going to be part of what we do and you're going to be a great teammate like we all are with each other or you're going to stand out like a sore thumb and it's going to be really uncomfortable for you because everybody's going to see it. So look, I hope, like the caller just said, when Randy Moss, from those of you that will remember this old school stuff, Remember Randy Moss was a total pain in everybody's butt when he was with the Raiders, but then he went to New England. They were a winning franchise. They had a strong personality at quarterback. They had a coach that doesn't play games. Randy Moss went back to being a Hall of Fame caliber player. Maybe that's what will happen with OBJ, and if it does, those of us who are skeptical right now are going to love Odell Beckham. Yeah, We're going to we'll, love him. We'll see. All right, listen, we got what you need to know coming up here in a second. Um, let's continue this. There's a full board of calls. I know people want to get into this. We'll, we'll dive into this. Uh, we've also got some really fun, like, national days today that we'll get to and some birth, some really good birthdays today. So all that coming up. Stick around. We're back in three minutes.